0: Fabulous. With your hosts, lifelong friends Stephanie Hogan and Kevin Loftus. This is our podcast where we talk about pop culture, true crime, life, and whatever we want. Everything is alleged, we will not be accepting. The lighting okay because it's actually bright
1: here. Yeah, it's lovely. How are you? Wow, it doesn't feel like a week.
0: No, wait, let's wait. we're
1: recording. Oh, we are recording. recording. <laughs> Hello, Great. Stephanie. Hi, Kevin. Oh my god, we can stop being
0: fake now. I mean, I know. Uh,
1: welcome back to Allegedly Fabulous. Welcome. It does not, like I was just saying, sorry, it
0: does not feel like a week that we last saw each other, flew around or
1: something.
0: Blue, I had a great week, but I'm kind of excited for today because I felt like I didn't love our last two episodes, but I'm sure when we edit it together, it'll be nice and fun. But I'm really excited about, um, I just feel like I have good energy today.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, no, same. I like the little earlier time.
0: Let's do peak and pin. and I'll start with my Pete okay. because great. I had Angelina visiting this weekend. Did you meet Angelina when you were in Berlin? I'm trying to remember.
1: No, I don't think I did. no.
0: Well, I locked her up in my bedroom, but we'll have to get her out. So so the sound stays good, but we'll have to get her out to say hi at the end. Oh goodness, um, but she is a really good friend of mine that I met eight years ago, that year that I worked in Berlin after college,
1: yeah. because it
0: was a mental breakdown story of my life.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's just so
0: we've managed to like get a really good cadence of hanging out because she works remotely and spends time like all over the world. So She's on her amazing. way from Hawaii to Cabo for an offsite at work. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm coming to LA for the weekend. um, And it's just been so fun catching up with her and like having fun with her. I love having visitors.
1: That sounds amazing. Well, I'm jealous of her job and how she can just trot, trot around the whole world.
0: I know wow. she really lives like she... She's, living. She's German parents born in Hawaii when she was in high school. They moved to Calabasas, didn't like it. Then they moved to San Diego. Um, she lived on like Coronado Island, hung out with all these rich kids. Wow. Then got cut off, went to Santa Barbara mm-hmm. from college. And then they all moved to Germany after she finished college, like her and the whole family. So it's a whole thing. But now she, yeah. she spends most of her time in Berlin, but like does winter in... Hawaii and around the world because she doesn't like the cold, so she's truly amazing. Rich. Yeah,
1: she's living, love it, love that for her. No, I only remember Marco. Remember Marco.
0: Oh my God, Marco's the best. I love him. I
1: Marco? Let's give Marco a shout out.
0: Shout out to Marco. Shout out to Haley.
1: He's living his life as well, you know.
0: Absolutely. What's your peak?
1: So, are we talking about just the weekend or the whole? Weekend? Yeah, whatever. Well, well, my peak is definitely this weekend, so I just grabbed Sir Jane. She randomly was like, let's go to Kerry. Kerry is in Southern Ireland, and it's just stunning. And we just, I grabbed her off the train at literally 11 o'clock yesterday, and we just drove, and we got there, and it was so fun. We were just hopping in and out of the pub, and um, we got really nice food, and we just hung out and caught up just us sisters, so it was great. She's married, so... You know, it, it's 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 fun hanging out with her and her husband, but when it's just her, it's great too. So that was great.
0: That's so nice and honestly, yeah. it goes so bad. I saw your photos, like the pub looks divine. Those espresso martinis looks divine and it looks yeah. like the weather is insane. Like the views you were posting.
1: It so was, bad. it was that gorgeous, crisp Irish weather where it's just cold, but fresh, you know, no, no rain, which is ideal, no wind. Um yeah, it was a beautiful spring, spring day. So yeah, no, I loved it. So it made me really excited for like um the summer and everything that's to come. I really think that the time is flying. I mean it's March. I
0: it's know. Wait, we, we well forget? yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: February only um, has twenty-eight days, you know?
0: But come here, that's my piss because oh, it has been It just stopped raining today, but it has been raining since like Thursday night. It has not stopped. It's, it, LA has a, there's a blizzard here. It's actually, it's been snowing in the Hollywood Hills and it's just where I am down with the common people. It's just been lashing fucking rain, but like non stop. And I don't want to hear about, like California as a state has been in a declared drought for years and years. Like nobody's supposed to use sprinklers You're supposed to conserve water, everything. I don't oh. want to fucking hear it anymore. We had so much rain the past four days and I know it's a running joke because everyone's going to be like, it's a running joke. Californians are always like, we needed this though. We really yeah. need this. California needed this, but I know it's going to be like, Oh, like I don't want to see the thought pieces and the articles and the podcast that are like, we needed rain, but getting it all in one go over four days, like we're not able to capture it. It doesn't work like that. It's like, shut the fuck up. We had the rain. Yeah. You didn't take it in when we had it. Yeah. Like, give me back the sun where I'm done with the drought.
1: Yeah. You've, you've had your fair share. You've had your year's worth now. Hopefully that's it, you know?
0: Hopefully that's it. It's just been wild. like everyone's been driving like crazy. I hydroplaned yesterday on Sunset Boulevard oh no yeah because like nothing drains off like some of the freeways are submerged but I mean apart from that it has just been like an Irish day it's just that the rain has not stopped like I feel like in Ireland it stops for a bit it comes back it stops it comes back like when it's a rainy day like it's just been non-stop um but yeah oh God, we still had crazy. fun we went to um the Getty Museum yesterday which honestly was kind of boring sorry shout out to the Getty um but you know it's fun to go for like an hour yeah um then had drinks in the bar oh I'm back drinking again yeah oh,
1: that was gonna be my next question oh my god like how is the non-drinking going but
0: I was gonna try and just do one more weekend but we went out on Friday with Angelina and a couple of her other German friends who happened to be in town so random and a couple of my yeah. friends and we went to this bar and she got a tequila soda. With fresh lemon and fresh lime in it, and I tried it, and it tasted just like so gorgeous and fresh. And I felt like if you had a cold, it was gonna like cure the cold. And I was like, you
1: know what, I need this. I love that. I love that for you. Um, I feel like my face is doing that thing. Sorry, where it's like flipping. Like this is this is like being flipped, you know.
0: Well, you look. Also,
1: I know. I I I I'm going off topic here, but I can't stop making this weird hand signal, like. started it as a joke and now I can't stop! Like, woo. Oh my
0: god, I fucking love it. That's iconic. It's like,
1: you know when we first started like, like, and then we just were joking, being like... You're joking and you and getting... Yeah.
0: That's how I started saying lol. I used to hate the word lol and I started saying it sarcastically <laughs> and now yeah. every day I'm like lol. Every 10 seconds.
1: I know uh, this is how people start yeah start saying things and now I can't, I can't stop like I'll be like randomly like <laughs>
0: you know just I love it.
1: going about my business and I'll
0: be like <laughs> okay also off topic but I got my Botox on Tuesday and it's settled in and I'm fucking obsessed oh, it's amazing. just everything my face has really it? gone back to normal and like yeah I
1: need to it's mine.
0: the only way to not look middle-aged so uh,
1: it just it just makes your skin glow yeah it has just such a nice Botox glow. I love it. It's like hydrates it or something. No, I'm all for it. You know, I absolutely stan. I love Botox.
0: So, what's your piss?
1: Pit probably. I'm finding Sundays kind of tough. I don't know about you. It's like the fear is setting in whether I, dr- I was drinking or not drinking. Um, and, you know, work's not overly stressful. I mean, I'm leaving, so I don't need to. There's not nothing major that's kind of stopping me from jumping up out of bed there. But it's kind of just that so I think a lot of people get it, but it's it's it should be fun and nice and I shouldn't be fearing. And just I am my anxiety kind of is just my back's a bit up on a Sunday these days. And um, yeah, my pit is just Sundays in general. I just
0: I can't you. shake
1: it. Maybe I need to start doing a fun activity, like even if it's just getting myself a nice coffee in the morning and going for a walk, meeting someone for a walk,
0: meeting Definitely. a friend.
1: I need to kind yeah. of make a routine and something fun. I almost, I almost was going to turn to taking up drinking, you know, going to the pub on a Sunday. I feel like, you know, like that would just steady the nerves. It would take the edge off.
0: It would steady the nerves, but we're not supposed to be self-medicating with alcohol, but like, also yeah. like that sounds really fun. So,
1: but I, I hear you,
0: cause it's like a day off, but if you're anxious, then it's like yeah. you've lost the day and I get it because I feel like I'm always behind I feel like I always on Sunday start thinking about all the things that like I'm a little bit behind on at work. Yeah. And then it's just like,
1: yeah.
0: it's just a mess, but yeah, that's yeah. like, but yeah, you don't want to do a bit of both, do your little coffee, yeah. do your little drinking also do my doctor recommended like breathing exercises and shit, which I never yeah. do because I'm so impatient and lazy, but I do feel like it will be life changing if I ever do it.
1: I know, no, I know, I know. I read of all these amazing things like get out your list, drink two liters of water, meditate, listen to a nice podcast. But like, I'm just, I'm not doing it, you know, get 10,000 steps in. Oh, anyway. Yeah. There's just so much.
0: Well, speaking of work, that's our first topic okay. today.
1: Yes. Chaos. So yeah, like bonus end of year reviews and all that. So obviously I handed my notice Guys, I handed in my notes on the first of February. I had a six-week notice period. Shout out to my ex boss for changing it when I tried to leave to go to Chubb the first time. Um, she changed it when they counter offered me, and you know,
0: oh, no yeah, hater anything. Oh, the
1: she upped my leave notice period six weeks. I mean, whatever. Like that was that was a good move. Like she was a great boss. Do you know she is a that's exactly what I would do. And you know what you should be doing for someone who's trying to leave. Well, let's at least get an extra two weeks out of her so she can train in the new girl. If she's thinking of leaving. Wait, so, so like last
0: time, last time you went through negotiations with them, you told them they were going to yeah. go and they gave you more money, but they put in your contracts. You'll have to stay longer next. Yeah. Instead of four weeks, six weeks. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So, yeah. So that was a bit of a, I kind of always knew it was six weeks, but they confirmed it. And I'd say they were delighted, you know, that was, you know, a parting gift. So yeah, the six weeks are up now, which flew on the 15th of March, crazy. Like literally only two weeks, um, a little over two weeks, two and a half weeks left in work. So fun, but um, yeah, I had my bonus talks on Friday and, you know, the money went into the, the account Friday night, Saturday morning, but it was a little bit disappointing because it wasn't hundred percent. And, um, you know, the reason was because I handed my notice I mean, I get it, I handed them my notice, they don't owe me anything. I'm not gonna be on the books, I'm not gonna be there. Um, so why should they give me hundred percent? But it's far the twenty twenty-two year, so um they took twenty percent off, so I only got eighty percent. Um yeah. which is sucks and is annoying. And you know, as a as a young girl, you know, a young girl, 30 in a couple of weeks, but um you know as a millennial in freaking business you're just trying to like do well and get climb the ladder and like it just kind of knocked me a little bit and I kind of went I internalized it and I went in thinking oh was this something I did you know oh it, it, am I not as good as my job and I actually asked one of my colleagues that who is my friend
0: mm-hmm.
1: um I was like whoa do you am I delusional do am I actually bad at this job you know but I'm not. It was just, yeah. It was just something they chose to do because yeah. um, I handed in my notice, so that's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, it's really unfortunate. I feel like it's so political, and they just—it's kind of cutthroat. Like you feel like you're working with your family, but like,
1: yeah.
0: No, I mean it's not. It really do anti favors to anyone.
1: Yeah. Really. No, it is what it is, and you just never emotional always political that's it isn't it um,
0: yeah that's the mistake that I feel like I've made in the past when it comes to negotiations is being so emotional about it because which is so yeah. normal because yeah. like for you it's like it's your life you're breaking your back every day in this job So yeah. no much to it and um, and it's so tied with like your feeling of how much you're worth the money
1: yeah um, I know
0: so I remember being in a situation before where like, I think I brought way too much emotion into that conversation and actually like kind of fucked myself over because I kind of, I messed with my relationship with my boss because I sprung like 10 things at her at once. I was trying to get a visa. I was trying to do this. I was trying to do that. And I was asking for more money and a title change and everything, just in a fucking panic.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and that was kind of silly because I should have been, I wish I had been, well, you learn, you live and you learn, but like, now I look at that situation and I, and I think like out of any job you're like, I was already getting what I was gonna It's a power dynamic. Like they're not going to do you any favors. And in that power dynamic, they were already giving me like immigration support. Yeah. So like they're not going to break their back on the salary side of things. Like it's just no. Um,
1: same thing. Yeah. Same thing here. Like they were already giving me some of my bonus um they didn't have to give it to you know they could have probably stripped me of more and my new job was prepared for that with a sign-on bonus to offset anything I don't get so look I think I, I did better than some most people in this situation you know previously um but it is just kind of annoying I mean you what I give I like to think I give 100% I wanted to get 100% yeah
0: exactly you should have gotten 100% but do you think it was your People, or do you think it was like the people that your people have to talk to and and justify it with?
1: No, it was my people.
0: Oh shit!
1: Yeah, so I have a team lead, and then obviously like an overall manager. And I think it was the overall manager. He's a numbers guy, and they my team lead passed passed it over to him to give me the bad news. So, but I don't think I don't know if they think it's bad news. I think they think you know that's good result.
0: But and and sorry, if you how long more would you have had to wait to give your notice to potentially get more, or it was it just out of your hands at that point? Do you think like maybe you would have like had to wait until your... today? Until yeah, like... I
1: probably would have. Had to, I would have had to wait until today, like tomorrow, maybe Monday, the twenty seventh. You it, know,
0: it goes into your account, like yeah, yes. yeah. So we're actually in bonus period now. I actually, just reminded that just reminded me because we're in bonus period as well, and it's coming in on the twenty eighth, which is really exciting, which is soon. But that's when everybody leaves at my company, like Mm. a swath, like 10, 15 people usually leave right now. I wonder if this year will be a bit quieter just because I feel like things have settled down a bit in the job market. Like the last couple of years have been crazy, but yeah, Yeah. everybody waits, gets your bonus in because I think I'm pretty sure, you know, legally it's all 100% discretionary. I'm pretty sure they just wouldn't give it to you or they give you a bit, um,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, they can kind of pull whatever they want. Sucks.
0: But anyway, you're thriving. You got a little bit of extra cash. You're going on to other yeah. pastures, and you had a great experience there overall, right? So,
1: Yeah, no, I really did. I mean, six years. So three years in a previous role, three years in this role. It's time to move on. And it's a great, you know, I'm adding more strings to my bow and it's a great company that I'm moving to. It's going to look brilliant on my CV. I think, you know... The telltale is when you actually, the interviews don't even feel like interviews anymore. They're literally conversations, you know. Um, your experience just speaks for itself on the CV. And I love that. Yeah, we all know totally. how to feel about interviews. Ugh.
0: No, you're yeah. so, I feel the same way. And I feel like I had so much anxiety when I was coming out of college doing interviews because I was pulling everything out of my ass. Like all I had was like retail and customer service and like hospitality experience. And then you're in these like business interviews and they expect you to know shit. And I'm just like, how would I know anything? I know. And now it's just like, yeah, more, much more like conversational. I feel like also it's, it, they, it's more of a culture fit. A lot of the time they're checking for because they can see pretty much within 20 seconds. If you know what you're talking about in terms of the skills for your job
1: yeah yeah of course and then also you know a lot of it there's obviously going to be a huge amount of learning you know new systems and stuff so they probably just want to know okay is this person intelligent you know if can this person at least you know what we show her can she do what we show her it's fine yeah but um yeah so best to look with yours actually you did have yours and you got on really well yeah
0: um oh like my review and my bonus and everything like that yes but yeah, I mean, I'm happy. Listen, I I love my colleague yeah. and my company, and I'm just happy that I get a bonus at all. And like, yeah. so we're good.
1: Great. Okay. okay um, ooh, are you going to tell me about this amazing J.K. Rowling story, or?
0: Yeah, I will. But also, can we talk about Kim Kardashian's nose before we zoom it there?
1: <sighs> Not Kim Kardashian with the nose job. Yeah, just look. I'm on to you, Kim. Whenever you get bangs or like change your haircut or dye your hair, you've done something to your face, and I know you have. I've seen it. She's definitely got a nose job. No, her nose was perfect.
0: I know you showed me the photo, I'm just like, I don't really get it. It's like yeah.
1: skinnier. She's
0: getting rid of like her kind of she's kind of getting rid of her like a distinctive Armenian look. It's more yeah. a little white girl nose.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's going kind of yeah, she looks pretty plastic, but like she's stunning. Yeah, yeah, it's no hate on Kim. Kim, we love Kim. She's the queen of everything, I mean, she says, but yeah i just think chloe kind of went too far and she probably just she's kind of joined chloe now with this with this kind of yeah diction, I think. But, although um, i think
0: chloe clawed it back like she was on a journey in a really difficult in between phase but now she does look good she just she yeah does look so different
1: so skinny so skinny oh give it to me How it to my veins
0: Seriously. JK Rowling, that's our meteor topic for today. I'm excited about this. I feel like I'm being drawn to like all these like trans conversation topics, but it is such it's such a cultural touchstone right now. And honestly, I just don't even think it should be because this is something that affects like such a small portion of the population. I don't know why everyone is getting so crazy about this. But have you heard much about like JK Rowling's like contribution to this conversation? Or where are you at?
1: I have heard that she's literally just come out and said some kind of, you know, anti-gay anti, anti gay and trans things, but no, has she kind of thrown more fuel on the fire?
0: Basically, she's kind of made this her, like her thing now, like her little platform, and that is kind of what gets me, because I actually don't even really care if you're just like a little bit anti-trans, but you keep that to yourself or like if pushed you bring it out like well I do care it's obviously not great like what's your problem but like she's making this her platform her issue I'm like you're a billionaire female author and like congrats to you and I love the Harry Potter books and films. there's so many things going on there's poverty there's domestic violence there's natural disasters like, mm-hmm. gosh, this is your thing that you are so upset and concerned about? Like, you're very confused if you think this is such a big issue. So anyway, yeah. and she's, like, going crazy about it. And she's using her money to sue anyone who criticizes her in the UK to the point where, like, there's random people who tweet criticisms of her and then have to tweet apologies because she has oh, allegedly i need to start using the word allegedly she has allegedly been suing anyone who criticizes her um but there's a good article summarizing it on cnn.com because the libel laws in america are not the same as they are in the uk you can kind of shut people down in the uk with lawyers and stuff whereas in america like even if you're lying about somebody it's pretty hard to stop them i think um the threat from a lawyer isn't fun for anyone we know all about that Um okay so this is kind of coming back up again because she's participating in this podcast called the witch the witch trials of jk rowling which straight away got my back up because i'm like honey you're not being pursued like a witch like you're insane and i just hate this whole conversation about cancel culture being so bad i'm like it's just people reacting to your actions and yeah day. and like nobody's been canceled like no very few people have like actually not had to like find a new career or anything from this unless they've done something crazy like harvey weinstein or whatever so anyway so i listened to this podcast actually i was i don't know i just threw it on and it's this random producer girl who used to be like a hardcore christian and to be honest it sounds like she got to sit down with jk rowling she wrote her letter got to sit down with her for like an hour and she's putting that hour into like a six-part series or something like that it's very highly produced and very storytelling heavy kind of interesting but like they haven't really said too much about the whole issue yet and i feel like she's just milking whatever little content she got out of it but like whatever we would do the same uh, actually no we wouldn't we would just throw the whole interview up i mean come on we don't want to beat bush. Yeah. but basically it hasn't didn't really touch on too much on her um in the first two episodes so far she hasn't really gotten into the whole issue except to say that she doesn't care about her legacy because a lot of people are saying jk aren't you worried about messing with your great legacy and she's like i don't care i'll be dead so okay fine whatever Mm -hmm. but basically this all started back in 2018 because she liked a tweet that misgendered trans women calling them men in dresses this is jk rowling she liked a tweet and a spokesperson and obviously everybody can see the tweets you like and when you're somebody like jk rowling people are paying attention to that And a spokesperson from her came out and said it was just a middle-aged moment and an accident. Well, that turned out to be a bald-faced lie because JK kept going. So a journalist, Caitlin Burns, outlined other moments that seemed to indicate that she supported anti-trans views. She had previously liked a tweet for an anti-trans essay on Medium. And she had written a book Called the Silkworm under one of her pseudonyms, and she had, she had. There was a trans character in it, and she depicted her as very aggressive and emphasized her anatomy. Um, so she's just got a thing against trans people, and I just don't really. Okay, that's like fine, whatever. Then she publicly supported in 2019. She publicly publicly supported this woman called Maya Forstater Forstater a former UK think tank employee who lost her job after she criticised UK government plans to allow residents to self-select their gender on identification documents. Forstater has said she believes that transgender women who have undergone gender reassignment surgery are men regardless of their identification documents. She brought a claim against her company accusing it of discrimination. She lost her case in Employment Tribunal um and shortly after details of the first tribunal were released rowling tweeted dress however you please call yourself whatever you like sleep with any consenting adult who will have you live your best life in peace and security but force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real hashtag i stand with maya hashtag this is not a job but she wasn't forced out of her job for her belief she was forced out of her job for like going public with her belief and campaigning for it and i feel like i'm sorry but she represents she's an employee of a company if that company have different views to her that's just how it works like we're we're putting ourselves at risk by just having this podcast and talking about stuff like a company yeah. has a right to drop you if they're not aligned with you and who knows what that think tank represented what their views were and maybe they didn't want that attention who knows but anyway yeah, yeah people are just like very upset and surprised right because Books are all about like the underdog, really. Yeah. But she just keeps going. She just um dives in. I think the pandemic made her maybe like she turned yeah. turn, mentally, you could you could think. Because she's just like, this is her thing now. Cause in June 2020, she she tweets that the lived reality of women globally is erased if sex isn't real. I just don't even know why she's getting so philosophical about this. Like just because a woman, yeah. is a woman like, doesn't mean anything to me for other women, um, she got really pissed off. People sometimes use the term "people who menstruate" to be more politically correct and inclusive for like men who are now, or like I guess women who have who have transitioned to males but still yeah. have to do it. Like I'm on on these terms and stuff. I'm like. I don't have a problem anyone using that term. I obviously don't think that we can expect people to start broadly using those terms because they're kind of confusing, but like, I don't know why they're so triggering. I don't get it. You're just trying to be kind and inclusive to someone. It's not a personal slight to anybody. I mean, what do you think of a woman?
1: No, but I no, I'd be the same. It's going to be hard for, you know, us to start using people, you know? Yeah. People, when they're so clearly, you know, a role of a man and a role of a woman, you know, and, you know, that's exactly what they would be doing. So I can kind of see how that would be hard. But you hit the nail on the head there when you said inclusive, you just want everyone to be included. Yeah. And that's all I think these people are doing is when people... I just think all these, you know, the transgender community just want to be, we just want to feel safe and heard and seen and respected. And if that makes them feel better that they, we use people, okay, fair enough. Yes, it will be hard to get a, the, the line across, you know, the word across. Yeah. Um, but I have no issues. But then again, you know, we're younger, not all of us our age obviously are going to have no issues. There's definitely, yeah. there's certainly people, but I'm, we know we're quite open, I'm quite open. Um, so, but I just feel a bit confused, all right, about JK. Like, she, in, she initially uses her initials on her books because she was a woman and she felt so strongly that people wouldn't take her serious as an author. She used JK instead of her actual name. Shouldn't, shouldn't she kind of see where this is coming from? Maybe that's why she's taking such a stand because she did feel so um, victimized being a woman in that industry, Maybe this is where it's all
0: coming from. I don't know, but I don't. Yeah, I think that's a good. That's like a a really like insightful thought because, and it's interesting because actually in the podcast and the one thing I was like, I'm not a hater of J.K. I just don't love what she's doing. But she talks yeah. about her experience in the early nineties and she had a really tough time her like i don't remember what was going on with her overall but like the key points were like her mother died she was very close to her mother she ended up picking up and moving to portugal or something met a man there started dating um moved in with him he became very controlling ultimately became very abusive i'm not sure if it was physical or emotional but allegedly he became very abusive and she had to like fight to take her daughter back home with her um, and leave the situation is very tough time. And then I think it was her publisher's idea to go with JK, not Joanne because Harry Potter is a boy and people didn't think boys would buy the book if it was a female author. And even when she was becoming super famous and everything was taking off, she was still dealing with her ex coming and stalking her and stuff. So definitely her being a woman is obviously a massive part of this story and how yeah. he's been vulnerable I just think a lot of people wish like she should have that empathy for trans women who are also extremely vulnerable. I mean, and I'll just yeah. read out. I mean, apparently, according to the statistics, trans people are four times more likely than cisgender people to be victims of violent crimes um the year 21 became the deadliest on record for trans and non-binary people with at least 45 people killed i believe that's in the u.s trans women of color particularly black women are disproportionately impacted by anti-trans violence um and i just feel like with this with these kind of conversations i don't even really care how anyone thinks i do think like on like the lgbt side which i'm obviously on like i don't think we should be focusing on like pronouns and this and that it's such a red herring like we need to focus on like the violence and the safety and just like the basic things like the employment discrimination like the basic things that are going on all the laws that are coming into ban books including jk rowling's books like that's actually a big part of the podcast like her books were banned by like christians in schools in america you know what i mean who didn't want their kids to be introduced to witchcraft it's so insane and now she is like a representative for like she's now aligning with that group because they are so anti-trans and stuff.
1: You digress.
0: I digress, but I find these things so interesting because to me, it's like there's such a clear path forward. Like uh, there has to be a way where we can make sure that women don't, women who feel uncomfortable with this can feel like respected and that their space isn't being infringed on without like also hurting these vulner- other vulnerable communities it doesn't have I to should not be pitting against each other if anything it's going to be it's going to be cis women and trans women that are going to be attacked and discriminated against by other groups of people it's like so we need to be united
1: yeah no we do we need to be united we all need to hold hands <laughs> no but i get you no I hundred percent
0: um okay but that's that's really all i have i mean there's more in that article and i'm sure there's a lot more online there's always more on twitter if you're interested but i mean whoever's listening out there i think you guys let us know what you're interested in hearing more about because i'm on my little i'm on my little trans pedestal right now we obviously do a little pop culture stuff but um yeah let us know what you want let us know
1: allegedly let us allegedly know this has been so fun honestly
0: This has been fun. I think this has been a good one. had
1: fun too. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye everyone.
0: Bye. Bye guys. Love ya. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. This has been Allegedly Fabulous with Kevin Loftus and Stephanie Hogan. Please give us a rating and review. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear your take. You can follow us at Allegedly Fabulous everywhere. That's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. On Twitter, we are at Allegedly Fab. And you can get me at Kevin T. Loftus, K-E-V-I-N-T-L-O-F-T-U-S. And Stephanie is at Steph Hogan, S-T-E-P-H-H-O-G-A-N. Thanks, Emil and see you next time.